Every day I wake I feel like crying Every second I feel like praying Everywhere I turn my people dying Brothers and sisters now listen what I'm saying I don't really feel like writing And I don't really feel like singing Cause everywhere I look my people fighting And it's our own that we kill in The same gunmen that cry about suppression Of the white man and his racist oppression Go to church and give God his confession Gun in our pocket and a crack in his possession Damn hypocrite, don't be disillusioned Yeah, life is tough, but that's not a solution You go out like you're brave, that's an illusion Brave men wouldn't kill us, almost start a revolution Gunmen and too much Drug man, what are we showing the youths? Them we should be protecting. Instead, we're destroying. Oh, Father, watch over them. And that was Ms. Dynamite off the album piece, Not War. That was Watch Over Them. Greetings and welcome to Polyrical, a podcast of political music, a soundtrack for the resistance, a topical solution for the political revolution. I want to hear from you, so if you like what you hear, or even if you don't, you can email me at polyrical at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Polyrical, and check out the website, polyrical.com, where you'll find back episodes and links to make a donation. Here is Keb Moe off the album Peace, back by popular demand. This is Imagine. Someday 
and you'll join us and the world will live as one imagine no possessions I wonder if you can bring us to the topic of the episode this is a special episode there will not be an artist of the episode this episode just a topic that will run through the entire thing i've done a few of these in the past uh the topic for this episode is christ church and the attacks on the mosques there and i've done some episodes in the past that touch on a number of topics a number of issues that are related to Christ Church and those mosque attacks. Episode 25 of Polyrical was on Charlottesville. That covered a lot of the topics of uh, alt-right, um, white supremacy, and those kind of things. Episode 7 of Polyrical was on guns. 22 was on white privilege with songs including Angry White Guy by Jim's Big Ego. And way back in episode one, the topic was refugees, um, and episode 28 was on immigrants. So I have done a number of episodes that are, while not directly related, 
certainly have their um, links and connections to some of the issues that were part of the mosque attacks. Um, and I'm sure to do a number of episodes in the future to touch on many other related topics as well. But this episode is not about the actions of an asshole. This episode is about love and loss. The immense loss to all of us of the murder of the 50 victims and the damage that has done to the survivors, to the community, to the nation, to the world. Here is Utah Phillips from the album I've Gotta Know, a little spoken piece here. This is How to Live in Peace. It's Saudi duty time. Stop that. Hey, want something positive you can do in your own life to work for peace? Take a little time out. Search around in your body, in your muscles, in your flesh for all of the sore points, all of the, all the small pains, all of the, the tie-ups. Wad them up together. Shop around in your spirit. Shop around in your heart for all of your fears, your anxieties, your rages. Reach into your mind and take out all of those ugly, deformed images that are poured in day and night. And all of those exploitive sexual images that are used to sell products. Wad all of that up into one tight ball down in your middle. And in one final act of violence, pick up your television set and throw it out the front window. Then you can learn to live in peace with each other. I'm just waiting, my dear, waiting right here. La 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 The morning is calm and the sun is high But I know that today is the day that I might cry Cause I know you're going And I know you're leaving To somewhere Hope to find the peace of mind you're seeking In the back of a Greyhound bus It'll take you far In the back of a Greyhound bus You can be who you are And I say In the middle of the city where nobody cares to know 
like those in uh, Christchurch, these immense events, a tremendous amount of attention gets paid to the perpetrator. They get repeated, talked about on and on and on ad nauseum on all the 24-7 news channels and all the local news channels and all the national news channels and online and everywhere. And these names of these assholes become known to us. Well, from my perspective, and I've said this before and other incidents like these, that is the exact wrong approach. No one should remember the perpetrator's name. We should remember the victims. These are them. Haji Daoud Nabi, age 71. Nabi ran the Afghan Association in Christchurch. He was fatally shot at the Masjid al-Nur on Dean's Ave. He was shot and killed as he tried to shield another person, according to his son, Omar Nabi. Quote, he was a father and an uncle to people who had none said friend Shamim Humayun. He was always giving something away, whether it was his time and advice or sharing food, and he saw humankind as one. 
Khaled Alhaj Mustafa, age 44. Mustafa arrived in New Zealand last year via Jordan. He was killed at the Masjid al-Nur in Deans Ave. Syrian Solidarity New Zealand spokesman Ali Akil said, His son Hamza, 16, is also among the dead. The family are members of the Circassian community, a people who originated from the area around the Black Sea in Eastern Europe. Dana Jukal from the U.S. told Stuff. Stuff is a New Zealand news outlet that compiled this information. They had originally hoped to join family in America and other members of the Circassian community, but found they were unable to following President Donald Trump's travel ban. Shukai said his wife, Salwa Mustafa, quote, is now all alone in New Zealand on the other side of the world from her family with just her daughter. Mustafa had a long-standing love for animals, particularly for horses, and worked as a farrier in Syria. Ali Elmandani, age 65. Elmandani was a retired engineer. He and his wife immigrated to New Zealand from the United Arab Emirates in 1998. Elmandani's daughter, Maha, said her father was strong. Quote, so that's what we are all trying to do for his sake. Ata Elayan, age 33. New Zealand futsal goalkeeper Ata Elayan is among those killed in the Christchurch terror attacks. Elayan leaves behind his wife Farah and two-year-old daughter Aya. He was a popular member of the Christchurch tech industry and the goalkeeper for the National and Canterbury men's futsal teams. He was shot as he prayed at the Masjid al-Nur on Dean's Ave. His friends have described him as a loving father and husband, passionate technologist, loyal friend, and beautiful human. He'd invested the last seven years of his life in his startup, LWA Solutions. The Give a Little page set up to support his family says, quote, Atta had a passion for supporting and helping others in the good times and the bad. Husna Ahmed, age 44. Ahmed was killed when she returned to the Masjid al-Nur in Dean's Ave to check on her husband, Farid, after getting some children to safety. Farid said his wife, who was originally from Bangladesh, was, quote, a very courageous and caring person and a dedicated wife. Junaid Ismail, age 36. Ismail was born and raised in Christchurch. He was with his twin brother, Zahid, when he was fatally shot. His brother managed to escape with his wife. Ismail leaves behind a wife, three young children, and a mother who relied on him to care for her. He owned and ran a family business called Springs Road Dairy. Quote, I couldn't find a more softly spoken, shy, beautiful personality, Ismail's cousin, Javed 
Dadabahi said, Hamza Mustafa, age 16. Hamza, a Kashmir high school student, was a son of Khalid Mustafa, who was also killed. He arrived in New Zealand from Syria with his family only a few months ago. Hussein al-Umari, age 35. He was a regular at the Masjid al-Nur in Deans Ave, where he was killed. Hussein's family moved to New Zealand from the United Arab Emirates 22 years ago. They said Hussein had worked in the travel industry. Mukad Ibrahim, age three. Mukad, whose family is from Somalia, was with his father and brother at the Masjid al-Nur in Deans Ave when the shooting began. His father and brother escaped. Mukad was energetic, playful, and liked to smile and laugh a lot, his brother Abdi Ibrahim said. He was born in Christchurch. Lilik Abdul Hamid, age 58. Hamid from Madan, Indonesia, had two children. Here is Don White off the album Rascal. This is I Know Exactly what love is. There's a little girl with pretty curls, she's about five years old, and she is waiting at the gate for her dad to come home. When he pulls around the corner in his shiny white car, she feels the magic light up in her heart. And he picks her up and he holds her. He says he missed her. He's glad that she is here. As the child lays her head on his shoulder, she whispers these words in his Exactly what love is Love is real simple and true Love is this feeling my heart gets When I'm being held close by you She is twenty and there's plenty of love everywhere She's getting married, so her family and her friends are all there. They've gathered this morning to stand at her side as she waves goodbye to this time in her life. And they each take a moment to hold her and to tell her what she means to seems to keep getting colder she has been blessed with 
with warm family and friends She says I know exactly what love is Love is real simple and like this they're going to night school they're working jobs too and they are raising three kids the youngest one is crying with a bruise on her knee she needs attention and she needs sympathy when she picks her up and she holds her that old magic lights up in her heart and as the child lays her head on her shoulder she knows exactly why they're working so hard little girl i know exactly what love is love is Their parents and now their grandkids are here There's something about the way they look in each other's eyes That speaks softly about the meaning of life And when he puts his arm out to hold her It feels so familiar and she thinks that love is an expanding endeavor To your last breath from the moment you're born Now she is 80 and she hates being in this nursing home Her man's been gone now for a long while and she feels so alone She closes her eyes and she begins to pray That a little comfort might just come her Simple. Love is real simple.
seems like there ought to be a way to look each other in the eye to see we're all in this together and put all thoughts of victory aside seems like there ought to be a way to turn some fear into trust no matter what you say there has to be a way every living thing is counting Seems like there ought to be a way To separate the freedom from the flag To see what's real in the illusion Sometimes a beauty walks around in rags Seems like there ought to be agreement we would rather live in peace than fight No matter what you say There has to be a way Every living thing Is on our side Seems like if there's a God in heaven we must have been put here to get along To see that life is for the living To leave alive the living when we're done Seems like this ship out on the ocean Must fly on the wing of the dove no matter what you say, there has to be a way. Every living thing is reason enough. Seems like this ship out on the ocean must fly on the wing of the dove. No matter what you say, there has to be a way, every living thing is reason enough. And that is Rod McDonald from his album, After the War, with Every Living Thing. Mohammed Imran Khan, age 46. Khan, originally from India, was known as Imran Bai to family and friends. He was a hard worker with three businesses, including the Indian Grill Restaurant and Takeaway in Hills Road, the Maka Halal Butchery, 
also in Hills Road, in a cafe in St. Albans run by his wife. He died at the Linwood Majid and is survived by his wife and 15-year-old son. Longtime friend Sukhvinder Singh said he was a very kind and helpful man, well-loved in the Indian and Muslim communities. He was a regular for prayers at the mosque and often brought along food from his restaurant to share with everyone. He was especially known for his biryani dish. Linda Armstrong, age 64. Armstrong grew up in West Auckland. She moved to Christchurch in recent years to be closer to her daughter and grandchildren. Her nephew, Chiron Goose, said, quote, Linda had a huge heart, and what little she had, she was more than happy to share with her family and the Muslim community. Syed Milne, age 14. Syed, a Kashmir high school student, grew up in Corsair Bay near Littleton. He was killed in the attack on Majid al-Noor in Dean's Ave. Milne was described by his half-sister, Bridie Henry, as a good-natured, sporty teenager who loved football. He had dreams of being on an, interna an international footballer and played goalie. Ashraf Ali, age 61. Ali had moved to New Zealand 17 years ago. His elder brother Shabir Ali told the Fiji Times. Ali has a son. His family described him as a loving and caring man who never missed any prayer at the mosque, according to the Fiji Times. Syed Jahandad Ali, age 34. Ali from Pakistan had worked as a senior dynamics developer at software company Intergen since 2012. He is survived by his wife, Amna, and children, Misha, age four, Aisha, age two, and Mohammed, six months old. His colleagues at Intergen have described him as a kind and gentle man. Mian Naim Rashid, aged in his 40s. His son Talha was shot at the Majid al Noor, and Rashid tried to wrest the gun from the shooter. He is believed to have died in Christchurch Hospital. Tariq Omar, aged 24. Omar is remembered for his kind and humble nature. He is said to have got along with everybody, excelled at sport and in class. He is a former student of Kashmir High School in Christchurch. Matiula Safi, age 55. He came to New Zealand from Afghanistan with a relative via India about nine years ago and worked at various jobs in Christchurch. He is survived by his wife, six sons, and one daughter. 
he was killed at the Al-Nur Mosque in Dean's Ave. During his time in Christchurch, he went back to visit his home country. Farhaj Asan, age 30. Asan was a father of two, a baby aged seven months and a two-year-old. He moved to New Zealand from Hyderabad, India, several years ago and obtained a master's degree at Auckland University. His uncle, Idris Ansari, said on Sunday, Before his death, Asan worked as a software engineer in Christchurch. He was definitely a very nice gentleman. We are shocked, Ansari said. Kamel Darwish, age 38. Kamel immigrated to New Zealand from Jordan about six months ago and worked on a dairy farm in Ashburnton, his older brother says. Kamel's wife and three young children remain in Jordan and had applied for a visa to move to New Zealand. Zuharir Darwish said he'd been in New Zealand since 2007 and convinced his younger brother to join him because it was a safe place to raise a family. Kamel rarely made it to the Majid al-Nur and was very excited about praying there on Friday. Quote, he was very honest and caring. And here is Leon Rosselson from The World Turned Upside Down, Russell Songs, 1960 to 2010. This is Like Love. Like a game of chase on a trampoline Like a face-to-face -face over a grenadine Like a fireside glance, like a soulful sigh Like the scatterbrain dance of a butterfly Like love, felt like love There were times when the lightning flashed and the thunder rolled And the sky turned black and the world turned cold But in good time the storm clouds passed And the all clear sounded peace at last And a touch as soft as a new may leaf Brushed my five senses into life And it felt like Felt like Felt like a game of chase on a trampoline like a face-to-face -face over a grenadine Like a fireside glance, like a soulful sigh Like the scatterbrain dance of a butterfly Like the sun's caress, like the firebird's flight Like a poppy dress, like a trick of the light Like a timeless daze, like a woozy tune Like a languorous laze in the midday moon Like love, felt like love Felt like love There were times when silence hung in the air like glass Words beat their wings but they could not pass And a song unsung is a song unheard But all it takes is a whispered word and a warm embrace To heal the hurt and a willing smile that stirred my heart And it felt like Felt like Felt like the sun's caress, like the firebird's flight Like a poppy dress, like a trick of the light like a 
timeless days like a woozy tune Like a languorous laze in the midday moon Like a sun-washed aisle, like a mystery word Like a secret smile, like a memory bird Like rainbow fish, like two by two Like a midnight wish, like me and you Like love, felt like love Felt like, like like a sun-washed aisle, like a mystery word, like a secret smile, like a memory bird, like rainbow fish, like two by two, like a midnight wish, like me and you. Like love, felt like love, felt like love. Just like it didn't say hello There will not be a send-off A funeral or match Just a pathetic little vodka From a dirty little glass To the world's greatest mom From the oldest swinger in town Let love speak up his sail Ah Let love speak up his sail Let it rise up in the morning And take a spell of water And let it do the talking When we're too tired to talk Speak up itself. 
the beautiful south from the album choke with let love speak up itself shaid suhail age 35 suhail was an engineer from pakistan working as a production manager at resin manufacturer hexion in christchurch he moved to new zealand in 2017 and lived in auckland for a year before moving to Christchurch for a new job with his wife, Asma, and two young daughters, aged two and a half and five. His wife, Asma, said he was, quote, a very kind-hearted, smart, and loving person. His daughters were his life. Abdel Fatah Qasem, age 60, Qasem, originally from Palestine, was the Muslim Association of Canterbury's former secretary. He was an IT specialist who worked in Kuwait for much of his life. His family moved to New Zealand in the early 1990s because of the first Gulf War, seeking a more secure place for his children. He lived on a small farm. He has a wife and three daughters who are living in New Zealand, Australia, and England. His daughter in Australia, Rowan, is due to give birth to Qasem's first grandchild next month, which Qasem was very excited about. Dr. Mustafa al-Assad, who is a brother-in-law of Qasem's daughter, said Qasem was, quote, a very happy person, always smiling, who was like an elder for the community. He was well known for supporting people who had just moved to Christchurch. He was killed at the Majid al-Nur in Dean's Ave. Four of his close friends were also killed in the attack. 
Musa Vali Suleiman Patel, age 60. Patel, the former imam of the Lautoka Jaim Majid in Fiji, was visiting Christ Church to see his son. He is described as a selfless leader of the Fiji Muslim League. Hafiz Musa was a highly respected member of the Fiji Muslim League and served selflessly as an imam, teacher, mentor, and was much sought after as a powerful orator and speaker. Fiji Muslim League Laukota branch president Naved Khan said. Patel is survived by his wife Saira Bibi Patel, three daughters and two sons. Ramiz Arif Bahi, Vora, age 28. Vora and his father Arif were killed in the attack on the Majid al-Nur on Dean's Ave. Vora was originally from Gujarat, India, but lived and worked in Christchurch, according to a member of the Indian community. He and his wife had just had a baby daughter in the week before the attack, the man said. It was their first child. Ansi Alibaba, age 25. Alibaba came to New Zealand from Kerala, India to pursue a Master of Agribusiness Management at Lincoln University. She recently completed her degree and was eagerly preparing for her graduation ceremony in May, a friend said. Alibaba was married to Abdul Nazar Ponath Hamsa. She worked part-time as an intern at the Lincoln Agritech and at Kmart Rickerton. Quote, The life on sea and I had together, the plans we made, the family we hoped to build here, all vanished in a moment of senseless anti-immigrant rage, Ponath Hamsa said. Alibaba was from the southern Indian state of Kerala. She had hoped to secure a good job in New Zealand to support her family back in India, the friend said. She was killed at the Majid al-Nur on Dean's Ave. Uzair Kadir age 24. Kadir was a student pilot, pilot at the International Aviation Academy of New Zealand. Originally from Hyderabad, India, he had been in Christchurch for about a year, according to a member of the Indian community. It is not yet clear which mosque he was fatally attacked in. Arif by Baha'i, Muhammad Ali Vora, age 58. Vora was in Christchurch to visit his son, Ramiz. The pair were killed in the attack on the Masjid al-Nur on Dean's Ave. Ashraf El Morsi Ragheb, age 54. Ragheb came to New Zealand from Cairo in the late 1990s. 
He married Saham 14 years ago, and they had two children, Salma 13 and Yusef 12. He owned his own souvlaki shop for many years and lately worked as an employee in a new souvlaki shop in Rickerton. His family said he was a quiet man whose life was his work and home. His daughter Salma said her dad liked talking to her and Yusef. Sorry. His daughter Salma said her dad liked taking her and Yusef for swimming lessons when he would sit in the spa. He was fond of animals and each day fed a group of stray cats who called at the back of the souvlaki shop. They had been talking about getting a dog. Due to his hours of work, Ragheb was not a regular at the Majid al-Nur, where he was praying with his wife Saham when he was shot. Saham escaped uninjured. Talha Naim, age 21. Naim was shot at the Majid al-Nur on Dean's Ave. His father, Naim, tried to wrest the gun from the shooter. Harun Mahmood, age 40. Mahmood worked in banking in Pakistan and tutored in economics and statistics at Lincoln University from 2014 to 2016. He also lectured in business at Linguis International in Christchurch from 2014 until April 2017 and joined Canterbury College in May 2017. Dr. Harun Mahmood is survived by his wife and two children, age 13 and 11. Here is Rod McDonald with Love is the Common Ground from A Tale of Two Americas. If money is power, why can't it buy passion? If might is power, why can't it stop these dreams? If truth is power, then truth leads to knowledge and knowledge to wisdom. And wisdom to peace Love is the common ground The place we stand together Here's the truth i found Love is the common ground And when we teach the children who we are and what we know We're the ones who must remember Each of us is born Naked to the boundaries And the fears of our teachers So let the children teach us to share the warmth of the sun Love is the common ground 
the place we stand together Here's the truth I've found Love is the common ground It's not a simple journey Don't know when we'll meet again Here's one thing I'll carry with me In memory of you, my friend Love is the common ground The place we stand together Here's the truth I found Love is the common ground Here's the truth I found Love is the common ground
And that was Bob Marley and the Whalers from the album Exodus. That was One Love. People, get ready. Syed Arib Ahmed, age 26. Ahmed had recently moved to Christchurch from Karachi, Pakistan, to work as a chartered accountant on secondment at PricewaterhouseCooper to support his family. He was an only son. One of his uncles, Muhammad Muzaffar Khan, described him as deeply religious, praying five times a day. Maheboab Alaraka Kukar, age 65. He was due to return home to Ahmedabad, Ahmedabad, India on Sunday after visiting his son Imran Kokar. He died at the Majid al-Noor on Dean's Ave. Muhammad Mazik Maud Tarmizi, age 17. Maud Tarmizi moved to New Zealand from Malaysia with his family about 18 months ago. He died at the Al-Noor Mosque on Dean's Ave, where his father, Maud Tarmizi Shuib, was also injured. His mother and younger brother escaped the gunfire. Hazia was in year 12 at Burnside High School. He was a great young man who had the respect of his mates and teachers. Principal Phil Holstein said, conscientious, self-motivated, and just wanted to do well. Teachers have noted that he has grown in confidence in the short time he has been here. He was ready, as one teacher said, to flourish. Hussein Mustafa, age 70. Mustafa, originally from Egypt, was, quote, the kindest father-in-law a girl could ask for. Daughter-in-law Nada Tafik said, I don't think anyone has ever seen him in a bad mood. He loved the mosque. He loved tidying it. He loved nourishing it. and He was always a welcoming face there. He was always joking, always happy, always positive. He trusted people's goodwill and wouldn't hurt a soul. Amjad Hamid age 57. Hamid was a senior medical officer and rural hospital consultant at Hawera Hospital. Prior to that, he was a senior doctor with a special interest in cardiology and worked for Canterbury DHB and as a locum at other DHBs around the country. He spent much of his life in Qatar and trained as a doctor in Syria. He moved to Christchurch in 1995 and continued to live there, commuting to Hawera. His wife Hanan learned of the attack while about to board a flight from Melbourne to Christchurch. Quote, he was hardworking, down-to-earth, passionate. He was a good husband and a good father. He loved and respected everybody, she said. He was well-liked for his kindness, compassion, and sense of humor. He was a hard-working doctor, deeply committed to caring for his patients, 
and a thoughtful team member who was supportive of all staff. When he returned to Hawera Hospital, he often brought fresh baklava from a bakery in Christchurch for everyone. Moanir Solomon, age 68. Solomon was a design engineer and quality manager at Scott's Engineering Christchurch since 1997. He was killed at the Majid al-Noor on Dean's Ave. Scott's spokeswoman, Glenda Hillstead, said Solomon was, quote, a lovely man who would be missed for his personality as well as his vital role in the company. He never missed Friday prayers, would go to the mosque every day, and also prayed at work. He had no children and is survived by his wife, Ekram. They frequently traveled to Egypt. Zishan Raza, aged 38. Raza, a medical engineer, moved to New Zealand from Karachi, Pakistan last year. He lived in Auckland before moving to Christchurch for work in December. Raza and his parents, Ghulam Hussein and Karam Bibi, were killed at the Linwood Majid. Raza is survived by his younger sister, who lives in Karachi. Ghulam Hussein, age 66. He is the father of Zihan Raza and husband of Karam Bibi. Hussein and Bibi traveled to New Zealand to visit their son in February. The trio were killed at the Linwood Moshid. Linwood Majid. Hussein is survived by his daughter. Karam Bibi, age 63. She is the mother of Zian Raza and the wife of Ghulam Hussein. Bibi and Hussein traveled to New Zealand to visit their son in February. The trio were killed at the Linwood Majid. Bibi is survived by her daughter. Abdukadir Elmi, age 65. Sheikh Abdukadir was a well-known figure in the Christchurch Muslim community. He survived the civil war in Somalia and came to New Zealand around 10 years ago with his family. He was, quote, a giant in the community and among the most recognizable faces in the mosque, his son Saeed wrote, in a tribute to his father in a Facebook post. Kids would run to grab his chair when they heard the noise of his cane hitting against the ground upon his entrance, he wrote. He was loved for his generosity and his fundraising efforts. My dad was killed by a terrorist thug, who nearly massacred half my family, if it wasn't for the grace of God. He died as martyr in the place he loved most. Rest in peace, my beloved father. He is survived by his wife of nearly 50 years, five sons, and four daughters. From the album Peace, here are the Eurythmics with Lifted. Don't be afraid when you walk through the 
words we receive our love to oh, yeah, Blessed yeah, yeah. words we speak again Love the words to do my friend For us to live in this dark garden of peace So tell me is your love enough? Yeah Your love enough? Yeah Is your love enough? Or can you love some more? Is your love enough? Yeah Your love enough? Yeah Is your love enough? But tell me, tell me, tell me I said What language do you laugh at? Language to dance in, make romance in. What language to make love in, or pray to the above in? That was Michael Franti and Spearhead from the album Yell Fire. Asking, is love enough? Mohsin Al-Harbi, age 63. Al-Harbi lived in New Zealand for 25 years and worked in water desalinization. No, water desalination. Son Faras al-Harbi said his father was a part-time imam who sometimes gave the Friday sermon. Mohsin's wife, Manal, searched for her husband in the chaos and had a heart attack and needed hospital treatment. Osama Adnan Youssef Kwaik, age 37. He was born in Gaza, and was raised in Egypt as the son of refugees. He was a civil engineer who studied the American, at the American University in Cairo before moving to Christchurch in 2017 with his wife and two children. While in Christchurch, he had another child who is a New Zealand citizen. His brother Yusef Abu Kwaik, who lives in California, described Osama as a kind and decent man who loved his family and his adopted city of Christchurch. He was in the process of applying for New Zealand citizenship. Mohamed Hoke, age 30. Hoke had been in Christchurch for more than three years and worked in health care. He planned to return home to Bangladesh in September to marry his girlfriend, start a family, and open a dental clinic for those less fortunate. Abdul Hayi said Hoke, his cousin, was a friend and brother to him. He was such a nice human being. He was humble and competent. He always appreciated all kinds of people. This has left a big hole in our hearts. Mohammed Omar Farouk, age 36. Farouk leaves behind a wife who is three months pregnant and living in Bangladesh, his friend Mid Mahedi said. Farouk was a great person who always had a peaceful smile on his face and a genuine helpful heart, Mahedi said of his former flatmate. Farouk, a welder, came to New Zealand more than three years ago 
He was married in Bangladesh in 2017. Mahedi said, and had planned to finish building a house in the country and return there to start a business. He had almost finished the house and was close to fulfilling his dream to live a happy life with his joint family, Mahedi said. Farouk had recently returned to New Zealand after a trip back to Bangladesh and was so excited he was going to be a father. Muhammad Abdusi Samad, age 66. Originally from Bangladesh, Muhammad was a lecturer at Lincoln University and frequently led prayers at the Majid al-Nur in Deans Ave. Musay Nur Awale, age 77. Awale had been in Christchurch for about 30 years, former Muslim Association President Mohammed Jama said. Awale was married to Muhubo Ali Jama and had no children. Until last year, he was a marriage celebrant for the Muslim Association of Canterbury. He previously taught religious studies at Hagley School and the Al-Nur Mosque. Ahmed Gamaluddin Abdel Ghani, age 68. Abdel Ghani and his wife and son immigrated from Egypt in 1996. Abdel Ghani had previously worked in the Navy and as a hotel and at a hotel as a rooms division manager. Finding a job in Christchurch wasn't easy for Ahmed Gamaluddin Abdel Ghani at first eventually taking a job in a steel company. He also ran a souvlaki shop with his wife and a food truck in Cathedral Square called Egyptian Donuts. In an Instagram post, his son Omar described him as a great man with the purest of hearts. Not one person out there can say he ever faulted them in any way. He was kind, gentle, compassionate, generous, and extremely loving to all those around him. Ashraf Ali, age 58. Ali lived in Fiji, where he ran a taxi company in Suva. He came to New Zealand around twice a year to visit family and arrived in Christchurch around one week before his death at Al-Nur Mosque. His wife died around six months ago, his brother Ramzan said. His first wife, with whom Ali had a daughter, died four years ago. Ramzan was in the mosque during the massacre and hid amid the bodies. He learned his brother had died after watching the gunman's video of the attack and recognizing his body. Ashraf, quote, was a gentleman, Rasman said, who was gentle and even-tempered. Mohammed Musid, Mohammed Hosen, age 54, Mohammed Hosen was born in Mauritius and came from the town of Vakoas. Mauritius is an island off the coast of Madagascar with a population of around 1.2 million. A minority of its population are Muslim. Mohammed Hosen had lived in England where he started a graphic design company, according to company records. He lived in Linwood and was killed at the Linwood Islamic Center. 
His family has flown to New Zealand and declined to comment. His funeral was held on Thursday morning. Zakaria Bulia, age 34. Bulyan, originally from Bangladesh, worked in Christchurch as a welder. He was killed on his birthday at the Al Noor Mosque. Bulya had taken the day off work to celebrate, according to a fundraising page set up by his employer, AMT Mechanical Services, to benefit his family. Bulya had been working in New Zealand to provide for his family including his wife back in Bangladesh. Quote, He lived on the bare basics in order to maximize the money he could send home to support his family, the fundraising page said. His body was identified on Thursday morning, according to a friend. And from the album Dart, to the heart. This is Bruce Coburn with Closer to the Light. Thanks for listening.
step deeper into darkness closer to the Deeper 